Hi, everyone. Welcome to Out of the Box. You're here with Audra, and I have Farron here in office. And uh, we took a little bit of a break, had to get back from the U.S. finals, but we are back a month later. And uh, we are going to talk to Robert Detweiler, event project manager, and John English, the event operations manager for the U.S. finals, and kind of get their scoop on how everything went. Yeah, absolutely. These two guys right here, they play an integral role. You'll see uh, Robert, he's more kind of behind the scenes, and John, well, he's just kind of everywhere. You know, so, but these guys do a fantastic job uh, making sure that everything runs smooth. And uh, it's exciting to talk to you guys today. So, Robert, John, thanks for joining us. You bet. Glad to be here. Yeah. Robert, as uh, as the event project manager, what does that mean? I mean, we've got this multi-million dollar event, so many moving parts. Um, I mean, from trying to get staff to where they need to be, get staff in a hotel uh, to everything that is on site there at uh, the Will Rogers Memorial. Kind of explain to us the lead up to the event and during the event and what you got to do to finish off that event. You bet. Well, you, you know, you, you prefaced it pretty, pretty well. There's a lot of moving parts, no doubt. And, you know, the preparation for this starts months, months in advance. So, you know, what I try to do is, is basically try to help coordinate all this stuff and track it and get it ready so that when we get to the event, you know, John, you can, be kind of in a sense turned over to John and John can implement all this stuff and we can track it and make sure we're, we're on track budget wise and, you know, and everywhere else. So yeah, in, in a nutshell, it's, it's just coordinating it, you know, and mm-hmm. organizing everything that we do um, or more, more tracking what we do. Yeah. You got to deal with contracts and make sure everything's yeah. hit. And yeah, I mean, it starts out with the facility, you know, mm-hmm. we ultimately have a facility or a contract with this facility for, um, this year and in two additional years. So we start with that and that obviously lays out a lot of the work that needs to be done and who we can reach out to in our vendors and, you know, supplying our meals and our, you know, and, and, and all that kind of stuff and, and who we can use for, you know, we've got to set up the power. We've got to set up all the infrastructure for the, for the IT um, that's required for the event, for the video work that's being done, you know, all that stuff, like you said, that's behind the scenes so that when John and the other Parts of the of the company come, you know, or the contractors come to uh, do their job. They can plug in and, and do what they need to do, and we can produce a you know top quality event. Definitely. Yeah, well, absolutely, because we ran three arenas over there, mm-hmm. and we need secured networks. Yeah, we uh, so that takes a lot to do just to make this event run smooth. And John, you're a big part of that too. Do a lot of the troubleshooting. Uh, if uh, if something if something falls apart or someone has got a question. Uh, you're the guy that uh, they run to. And by the way, Audra, yesterday I was over here in the office. We're in Albuquerque right now. And uh, this guy takes his job serious. He was practicing rolling up a banner. <laughs> I, I was like, man, it wasn't straight. So he, he unrolled and re-rolled it again. I was like, man, this guy talking. I guarantee you, he irons got a his, talent. Yeah, he irons his undershirts. You know, you know this guy doesn't like yeah, a wrinkle. Practice, John. practice makes perfect. Man, you got to be prepared, man. Yeah, be prepared. Yeah. So, explain to us your role over there at the the CITUSCRC finals. I mean, you are everywhere. You you're one of the lucky ones to get a golf cart. You're everywhere. I do. I had to walk. I do. No, me too. I'm pretty skinny anyway, but if I really had to walk all in miles, I really would be skinny. Absolutely. But no, I I'm there, fairing from the from the setup to the teardown, you know, mm-hmm. we get there, the prefer trucks get there. We, you know, we, Kevin and I and Joey and, and Troy, and, you know, we get everything all unloaded, staged, ready to start, oh. you know, putting in different arenas right there. 
set up four arenas, um, basically run everything through the week, and then we're there through the teardown. Yeah. We tear everything back down, roll up the banners, which you've seen I'm very yeah, you're the best. We, we band, you know, we stay there with the prefect guys on Monday and help them get everything banded up. And then they load everything and they ship it back out. So mm-hmm. you're talking about Joey Gamble. Joey Gamble. Yep. Yeah, Joey, with prefect. Man, what Joey you know, was those a, guys do a great Joey's job. Joey's a huge, huge part of our of our setup and our teardown down there. And the only thing I got to do for Joey is um, he'll get a kick out of this. I just got to keep a sack full of suckers in my pocket for him. And that's kind of an inside joke. But he'll get it when he hears this podcast. So. Well, and I think, too, what people don't understand is what it takes to put on an event this big. I think that it seems seamless because we make it look easy, but there's so many moving parts. You know, what what would you say is probably the hardest part, I guess I'll ask you, Robert, of like organizing and getting everything kind of running well, I don't know if there's, they're all, you know, each each piece of it has its own challenges, you know, from from setting up the hotel rooms and, you know, and, and that and it, to answer your question, that's probably most of the most, the most challenging because everybody's got their own, you know, uh, uh, requests. And, you know, <laughs> Turns but, out we're all yeah, prima donna. Yeah, 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 yeah kind of. Yeah, Especially no. the no. announcers. They're, <laughs> yeah, the, they're like, honestly the worst. The worst. Hey, I, I told Robert, I said, hey, man, I want all green M&Ms and be sure to take all the W's out. And I need a yeah, steak exactly. in the green room before <laughs> I go out. <laughs> Every, you know, everybody does have little individual requests, but it, it works out really well. But, you know, there are there are so many pieces and, you know, from the hotel rooms to the structuring of the of the meals to the, mm. you know, getting a safe to hold the money. You know, I mean, it's there's just all these pieces that people don't realize. And then and then you get down to the crew. I think we had 87 crew members working on mm. this, you know, from from the timers, the announcers to the, you know, the cattle crew, the John setup crew, the you know, just, just everybody, you know, did people checking in um, stalls and, you know, and taking entries, there was a lot of people and everything's got its own, um, you know, parts and pieces and requirements. And, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot of moving parts, but uh, I don't know they they all, like I said, they all kind of require their own specific um, details, but none of it's uh, real, you know, real hard. It's just, it's just challenging. And this was one of the best uh, finals I've been a part of. I've been a part of a lot of them and it was very, very smooth. Is yeah. there are there some other things that you have planned to say? Okay, we might do this a little different. Or... Well, and yeah, and we're and we haven't had that post meeting, right? But you know, okay. and, and you are right. This, you know, I was involved in the finals when I was in Oklahoma City quite a bit. This is mm-hmm. the first time I've been involved in the one in Fort Worth, and it did go really well. Yeah, you know, it did work out smooth, and the in the support there from the facility, the people of that area were were fantastic. Yeah. You know, they were very very good, and. Um, but yeah, you know, John and I've been talking. There's, you know, there's a few things we were taking notes um, as we were going through it, and there's a few things we can improve on. Obviously, always can. Right. And we're gonna um, have a meeting next week and kind of maybe discuss some of that stuff. But overall, it went really, really well. Yeah. What's weekend. so cool about down there, Farron, is that, I mean, it is. It's a huge, huge undertaking to put this finals on. But we have we have such a great crew. I mean, from our I ladies agree. in the office to the announcers to our setup crew to our flaggers to the strip and shoot boys to, I mean, just from A to Z right there, we have the A team there. I mean, and everybody knows their job and everybody does their job to the fullest extent. Yeah. And it makes, it makes everything run smooth because nobody's having to run by and pick up the slack for anybody else. If they do, we're all willing to do that. If somebody's behind, we're willing to jump in and take right. care of that. But our crew is 
top shelf. Outstanding. Well, and you know, that event lasted, how many days was that? And uh, eight days, eight, eight days. days. Yeah. And every morning I was talking to some of the flaggers, uh, Trevor Schnaufer and, and Chase Mitchell and Chance Kinney and all those guys, they were, they were saddled and ready to go every morning at 6am. They told me every morning, 530, wake up, be saddled and ready to go at six o'clock to go ahead and, and grind it out. So those days, they were long days mm -hmm. and it provided, but everybody had fun. I walked around there because I don't have a golf cart and no and you know <laughs> and he only works yeah. half the yeah. time yeah. so <laughs> got yeah. to walk around no, a little no bit take, no taking fair and you but yeah no everybody just seemed to really have a fantastic time over there I thought the arena from the arena setup uh, I thought the three arena setup was so cool yeah. this year the way it worked I mean mm -hmm. what how, how long does it take from the start of course, we're progressive here. You catch and you keep on going. How long will it take a roper to get through that process? Well, I've done it twice, Fair, and I did it last year. Mm -hmm. And I went in there and I would pick me a team, and I would. You didn't follow Drew Stewart, right? Because well, no, because I never got past the first arena. So uh, that was kind of, of It takes two minutes to get from one. But, uh, in his defense, he did make it to the third arena this year. Yeah. He was like, I got to tell John, I made it to the third that was, that was arena. A huge for, good job, Drew. We're so proud of you, buddy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I went in there and followed like a team last year, Farron. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you'd follow a team, you get to the second arena, well, they'd miss. Well, then you'd have to go back. And it right. took about five tries for finally getting me a team that went through there. But anyway, last year, it was like, you know, about nine minutes and 47 seconds. I went back. I was just curious this yeah. year. Are we as efficient as we were last year? Spot on. Same, same, same amount of time. It's under 10 minutes. Yeah. When you nod your head on the first one, by the time you drop the flag on the third one, it is under 10 minutes. And, to run three and John, you, you roped. I mean, how do you feel about how everything was running and how the cattle were and all of that stuff since you oh, were the, actually roping there? The cattle were excellent. I mean, from the open uh, all yeah. the way to the last year in the number seven the cattle were outstanding this year you know our guys um jeff hilton zane edmondson uh bobby joe hill those guys did an excellent yep. job this year with the cattle kevin he's he's over he oversees kevin restroom oversees you know the cattle and keeps them in the right arenas and we run them through and everything and kev does a great job as far as that Boy. but the cattle were outstanding absolutely and year. i mean you've got three of the great Great cattle contractors right mm -hmm. there, and but everybody don't understand all the work that goes in. Mm -hmm. You know the work that goes in prior to those steers even hitting mm -hmm. the, yeah. the grounds over there, and those guys, it, it's it's nice. We know them. We've been a part of them. They're, they're they're part of the family, and just to hear you know their philosophies and how they do it. But those guys do a fantastic job because mm -hmm. those steers have been. They they break them in. They make sure everything's right. They know exactly what steer does what where oh, they're absolutely. at. I mean, they, those guys pay attention. Yeah. Um, no, so they know which steers which go mm -hmm. with which division and everything. And you know, and it's uh, the steer deal is is huge there because absolutely. you know once you get them there, well, you got to run them through mm -hmm. you know three different places right there just so those cattle will know you know kind of where they're where they're at right. and everything. So yeah, <clears throat> and now Kevin's in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a little break. <laughs> I don't blame him, actually. We either overworked him or overpaid him. One uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't know what that balance is. It's like, how does he go? So yeah, I want to go. Here's my invite, Kevin. Well, guys, what I mean, is there anything else that you saw this year that was different that you thought than last year or even next year, what can be approved upon? You know, anything that you kind of saw? Well, and I'll start. I mean, the first and I wasn't at the last one in Fort Worth last year. So John would be better at speaking to that. But 
All we're glad say. you're here, Robert. Yeah, yeah we are. And, and before Robert continues, let me just tell you, we have weekly meetings and Robert has been, it has been awesome because yeah. before we just kind of went out and we're like, we'll figure it out when we get there. And we had check-in yeah. weekly meetings on what to do just as a staff. And because I was in charge of doing some of the social media articles, some of that stuff. And I knew what my job was. And I think that was you know, no. well, I've kind of got you. a second. I have a, you know, everybody's got a conscience, but uh, Robert is kind of like my conscience behind my conscience because he's like, John, did you get this? John, did you no. get that? John, did you check this off your list? And I really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Does make yeah. Goes, yeah. absolutely. If, if you guys did the real reason those meetings, it was just so I would know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was great. No, but back to your question, I think, you know, I, I can't speak to last year, but, um, this year, you know, the support from the facility and the community and, you know, and all the people that we dealt with were there was amazing. It really was from, you know, we were joking about the hotels, but the hotels were, were amazing to work with. Uh, you know, the vendors that were that we worked with through the facility, the caterers, the electricians, the IT support, those people were, were really, really amazing to work with. And they were right there helping us out the whole way. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, looking forward to uh, the next next couple of years. And, you know, I'll let John talk about a few of the improvements. But, I mean, all in all, it's it's minimal stuff. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing major. You know, we, mm-hmm. we might move a few signs, you know, to, right. to re- direct people walking and driving a different way. But all in all, it, it worked out worked out really well. Something to build on and that yeah. customer experience just go up yeah. Yeah. even yeah. more. We've got everything so dialed in now. That, Absolutely. You know, and then just like the facility, like Robert was saying, the facility people down there, they are so good. I mean, I could call them and within just a matter of a couple of minutes right there, they were accommodating everything throughout the week from the time I got there to the time I left. They were probably so tired of seeing, <laughs> you know, my phone number come up every time, but uh, they did an outstanding job for us. Yeah. They really did. Good. Yeah. You know, and I think the ropers all had a great experience there. The, you know, we've got the flow of the traffic dialed in pretty good now, yeah. where it's easy to get around in That's there. That's a big task, and yeah. uh, it is. It's a it's a big undertaking, but we've we've kind of battled through that, and it's gotten a lot better. So. And I will say too, you know, the sponsors this year, we got to see see a lot of the sponsors there actually, and have a lot of conversations with with the sponsors. And yeah. I felt like it was a, they were very much an integral role in how everything yeah. ran. And so a special shout out to them because it made it fun for us on the media side to be able to talk to yeah. them and have conversations and see their support team roping and the working with them that's been in my opinion has also been awesome so it's good to see them and get to know them yeah that was the cool part is like seeing a face behind you know the companies mm-hmm. that work with us and you don't always get to see that and we had a lot of people out there so that was pretty yeah. cool too all right guys well if unless you got anything else you want to add <laughs> any more I think, jokes <laughs> i think everything is good just yeah. you know thank you to everybody yeah. that uh, had a hand in this finals because everybody did an outstanding job for us from from a to z we sure appreciate yeah. it well yeah. you guys and honestly you guys robert thank you john Kind of. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing. Me and John, we always have something. We got to be tough skidding around each other. Gotta, but sincerely, guys, John, Robert, you guys, class acts, man. Thank you for all that you do. Uh, you guys do a lot of troubleshooting. You guys put out a lot of uh, fires. Uh, you make the customer experience great. And uh, really, thank you for the hard work. Thanks, guys. And uh, we, we're going to do a quick wrap-up of the winners of the USTRC Cinch National Finals of Team Roping. Well, let's go ahead and talk about that USTRC finals. Uh, of course, like you said, the 33rd annual. We do say thank you to our friends at Cinch Jeans and Shirts. We appreciate them, our title sponsors. But uh, this event had over 6,300 teams. Yeah, huge this year. 
Absolutely amazing. Uh, $2.8 million was awarded in cash and prizes. Hosted 17 divisions, so there's plenty of rope in for everyone. We had a Legends over 40, Mm -hmm. Legends over 50, uh, a lot of chances for all the ropers to rope. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the money. We'll start first with a 16-5 shootout. The winners of that were Cinch Moody and Rich Skelton. Cinch Moody, originally out of Stephenville, Texas, um, used to go and work out with his mom. His mom, Shannon Moody, had uh, these classes and there I was up there in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> Jeremiah. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. She does a great job. Uh, Jeremiah, very proud of his boy since, since he went to Lano, Texas, this kid, I've seen him grow up. Uh, he's been hanging out in Lano with Rich Skelton. The guy's got several gold buckles and uh yes it was was great to see this no surprise these guys came from quite a ways back in the callbacks to win thirty thousand dollars uh crease thompson chad williams these guys have been roping together for a very long time it's good to see them win twenty thousand for second and then denton parish a name that everybody knows a kid very young but uh, ropes way beyond his years. Uh, got a great teacher and his dad, Justin Parrish, and uh, they won third, $15,000. And he did that with Big Country, a.k.a. <laughs> Zane Bruce. And that was the 16-5, your top three. All right, so let's get into the 15-5. Uh, the winner of this was Walker Smith and Zane Bruce and are already having a big day. So he they took home 32000 uh, Second place was Jace Thornton and Catch Kelton. They took home 22000 And we already had started it off pretty pretty strong. There was a lot of teams that had ended up in the 15.5, and uh, everyone was excited and ready to be there. Well, let's take a look at the Gold Buckle Beer Open right here. We pop a top and going ahead and – taking a big swig, going to the well, and getting them that big chug was Caleb Driggers and Junior Nagara. No, no surprise. surprise. Yep, 42000 Get out of my head. $200. <laughs> Tyler Wade and Corey Petska were second, 31600 And Bubba Buckaloo, the original cowboy name right there. Buckaloo, <laughs> Joseph Harrison, $21,000. And fourth, well, Caleb Driggers going to double dip. That's why they call him the Big Dipper. Him and Paul Eves <laughs> for 10500 we do say thank you to our friends at Gold Buckle Beer. All right. So on Monday, we had started off with the Resistol 14.5 shootout. And we had Corbin Cully and Tyler Pearson. They won 44000 A uh, Second was Billy Bob Brown and Cade Weatherman. They won 34000 And third was Cole Davis and Cord Johnson. They took home 24000 We paid out 15 holes in that roping. So we were starting to get into the money zone. Absolutely. And it's great to see it spread out like that. Lots of money to be paid out. These ropers were able to get uh, their shooter back. And uh, that took us to the 13.5 Yeti built for the wild. And that's going to be Kirk Williams out of Mississippi, the Magnolia State taking the win on the front side and Shank Edwards. Everybody's favorite Texan on the back side. <laughs> Level land, $50,000 went to those champions. Cooper Branham and Tate Thompson were second for 38000 Bobby Joe Hill and Luke Leathers, great team out of Mahia, Waco, Texas for 28000 Clay Burnham and Clyde Boljack for $20,000, rounding up fourth for that 13-5 Yeti. All right, and so that takes us to the total feeds 12.5 shootout. And that one was won by Hunter Stanley and Twister Smith. They took home 58000 Second was Thomas Glisson and Josh DeBoard. They took home 44000 Third was Joe Bustamante and Luis Men- 
Mendias. Mendias, help Mendias. me. Mendias. <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell me <laughs> mentiras. It's Luis Mendias. And then from Santa Fe, New Mexico, they took home 32,000. We transitioned to that 12-5 Legends. Now, this one was, you had to be 40 years of age or older. And uh, taking the top spot was the Lone Star State of Texas, Kyle Cawthorn and Scott Adrian for $24,000. Stephanie Roberts and Chip Grass also out of Texas for 17000 Oklahoma come in. And Mark Collins and Danny Till for 12800 That was the 12.5 Legends over 40. All right. And then we get into the IES lighting 11.5 shootout. Yeah. This is how you party with the lights on with yeah. IES. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they were giving out vouchers too to the winners. And those winners were Colton Smith and Matt Gunta. And that took home 65000 Second was Ace Ashford and Denton Parrish. They took home 50000 Third was Clayton Huston and Dylan Hancock. They took home 35000 Dylan got a second chance in it, won fourth with Jordy Edens, and they took home 26400 no. That Dylan Hancock, great kid, lives in San Angelo. Um, he's primarily a, a tie-down calf roper. He's been putting in the work. He's uh, He uh, is making money, though, with uh, team roping. Yeah, well, that's awesome. We love to hear that. Next up, we have the Metal Labs 10.5 shootout. All right, so the Meta Labs Bits and Spurs shoot out the 10-5. That's Garrett Rafano and Caden Babb. Uh, Rafano out of Texas, Caden Babb originally out of New Mexico, but, you know, he moved to Leisureville. I mean, Stephenville. <laughs> They're going to win $61,000. Tucker Wren and Justin Spenrath, these guys had roped good all day long. Uh, they come out in that short round, and uh, they finish it for second for 47000 Mike Joyner and Twister Smith. Twister Smith, this guy had a big weekend, too. Uh, $33,000 for third. And then Jennifer Ware, making sure our, the truck was good because <laughs> – the rest of the crew was having heck that week. And then Maverick Franks out of Arizona, they teamed up. Uh, they were fourth for 25000 for that 10-5 Meta Labs shootout. And I didn't mean to skip over them, but yes, I must have. I did not you mean to. <laughs> the poor legends. <laughs> the poor le- I did not mean to. Yeah, and they were excited, yeah. too. Uh, we had the 11.5 legends over 40. And it was Sean Edwards and Daryl Hicks. They won 28000 Second was Alan Riney and Scott Adrian. They won 19000 And third was TJ Good and Alan Chapel. They won 15000 and it was a it was a fun day. You know that TJ Good. I went to college with him there at uh, Eastern New Mexico University. Guy ropes calves, phenomenal. It's hard to believe that uh, that was a legends, and it was forty and over. So, Here uh, we are. That means you're a legend, Baron. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're part of the group. I'm staying behind the microphone. <laughs> All right, let's get into some more legends, and we have the ten point five legends over forty. All right, let's take a look at that. Uh, $30,000. Ricky Kuhn out of Lipan, Texas. This guy, he's high octane. And so is Jared Herbst. He's out of Stephenville, Texas. Great uh, great team. It's awesome to see those guys win. Out of El Paso, Texas and Santo. Actually, Junior Campbell lived in El Paso, but Sam Livingston and Junior Campbell win second in the 10-5 Legends for 20500 Rusty, go forth. Come hither. Get your check. Jim <laughs> and Richard Hughes were third for 16000 Nice. And I'll tell you, we got to talk to Ricky and Jared. I got to speak to a lot of the winners afterwards and, and be in the room. Everybody with, loves the winners. Yeah, that's the best place to My be. Goodness. And I, they, these guys were pumped up too. And, you know, Jared had talked about having a, a rough weekend and he made it up and he was excited about it. Yeah, so. he, he made a heck of a shot in that short round too. Yeah. So next up, we've got the Interstate Trucks 9.5 shootout. So that was Jet Vanderham and Cameron Capshaw. They won 58000 
A second was Jeff. Say this. Longian. <laughs> I, I've been butchering names this and whole Dalton time. Miller. <laughs> Thank you, my Miller. I can get. I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> they won forty-five thousand. Third was Martin Martinez and Alfonso Macias, and they won thirty-two thousand. Fourth was Tony Wells. Matt Miller from Mississippi won twenty-four thousand. Hey, not a bad nine-five shootout. And thanks to our friends at Interstate Trucks. If you ever broke down on the side of the road, that's who you want to call. Don't call me. Yeah, I won't answer. <laughs> You'll help? be sleeping. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Let's get in. I'm like a blister. I show up after the work is done. Well, I've seen it. Just oh, man. kidding. Oh, yeah. 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 That's John English, right? He's like, he won't ever ask me to help set up an arena again. Let's take a look at uh, the 8 5 shootout powered by Horsepower Boots. Get you those cowboy boots with horsepower. It was Kale Cantu and Trevor Skelton. Uh, these guys won $44,000. Uh, those guys put four great runs together to end up on top. Second for $34,000 was Eric Epperson and Ethan McGee. Zoe Carpenter and Houston Childers. How about Alabama and Georgia? Third for $23,500. Texas, Ty Merritt and Ethan McGee. Fourth. $18,000 payday. That was 8-5 shootout. Bought to us by Horsepower Boots. All right. And we had the 8.5 Legends over 50. Paid out 77000 The winner of that was Brett Carlson and Mike Colby. They won 21000 out of Oklahoma. Second was Todd Cole and Robin Bland. They won 14500 Third was Cody McSpirit and Robert Bernson. Uh, they won eleven thousand five hundred, and that was it. Was a fun one. I want to talk about that truck roping, that nine five Ram truck roping. Thank you, to our friends at Ram Trucks and Ram Rodeo. All right, let's take a look and see who won that nine five. This was absolutely a fantastic roping. Over a thousand teams, I believe. Uh, the winners of it were Ashton McCune and Tyler Weber, Oklahoma. Pennsylvania. You yeah. heard that right. And this Tyler Weber, he had started out uh, earlier on in the week there at Decatur at NRS with mm-hmm. uh, Troy Shelley and his group. Uh, they said he won the saddle over there. He comes in and splits 15,000 with Ashton. It was cool to see Tyler. This guy's got his own style. Him and his wife got to rope, got the kids over there. Awesome. Uh, great win for that team. Uh, second for $10,000 was Jesus Arias and Bodie Gatlin. It was Texas and Oklahoma for second. Third for $7,500, David Tapia, Wrangler Hernandez. Fourth for $6,500 was Roel Marquez and Bogar Rascon. Now, Bogar <laughs> Rascon, that guy ended up on top, mm-hmm. and he won the Ram truck. It was absolutely exciting. Great storyline. Uh, we can talk about it. They can read about it, but it was awesome to see Bogar. Yeah, they were very excited, and they had never won a truck before, and so they their whole family was very excited. So. Yeah, and you know what was awesome was his dog. Like yes. The minute he walks up there, this dog just lays claim to this truck mm-hmm. by laying down. Okay, He just laid down. That was his truck. And then it was cool. I'd seen a, a picture on social media. I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook or both on uh, USTRC, which folks, you can go over there and click the like button. Uh, we are likable. But there's a picture <laughs> of the dog already in back of the truck. Just yeah, uh-huh. as happy as can be. Just happy for Bogota as anybody was. So that was that was really cool to see. I think it was a great time. It wrapped up our Saturday. And we had only one other roping left. And that was the classic Equine 7. And that was a lot of fun. Hudson Smith and Billy Jones won 14000 Hudson's only 14 years old. So that was pretty cool. They were a draw team. Uh, the second place team was Blake Henderson and Tim Bob Smith. And they won 10000 Third was Brent Barbie and Hayden Brown. They won seven thousand. And fourth was Jim Watkins and Carson Wenzel, and they won six thousand. You know, on this classic equine, this number seven, this is uh, the true, true novice division. It's capped Mm -hmm. at a four. Uh, It's a number seven roping. 
Uh, this is a great uh, opportunity for those ropers that are just getting involved in the sport to go uh, learn and put some runs together. And it's also great for our members that have uh, started, you know, coming down off uh, off of that system. You know, the handicap scale moves up and it mm-hmm. moves down and we've got a place for everybody. So this was absolutely fun to watch. Over 600 teams participated in this uh, Classic Equine number seven. Thank you to our friends at Classic Equine. We appreciate them. That's a mark of a true horseman. Yeah, exactly. And not to forget the little ones. Okay, so we had here to, we go. Here we go. I, I was trying to talk fast. To... It's awesome to see the kids. I love the kids. Yeah, so this was the Helomatic Junior Looper, and we had Clay Tanazi. He won the six and under age group. Uh, Colton Yazi won the seven to nine age group, and Colton had won the six and under the year before, so he was just, he he's someone we'll be watching probably later on. And then LaVey Williams won on the 10, 10 to 12 age group. All the kids are really excited. It was a fun time. Of course, Walt Eddie running the show like he has been for 30 years. So it was yeah, a good Walt, one. Yeah, Walt does a great job because that's uh, he, he knows how to keep it fair. And, you know, thanks to everybody helped out there. Uh, we appreciate them. And then moms, dads, guardians, uh, thanks for bringing those kids out to uh, to compete. We appreciate that. So, so Farron, talk to me a little bit about the finals. I mean, what, like, how did you think, everything went how was it smooth how did you feel in the announcer stand i mean did you get to talk to a lot of people or how how was the vibe i guess yeah absolutely no the energy there was absolutely amazing um i do walk around there quite a bit and you know i have been in this game for a long time so people they're going to come express their concerns or you know issues that they may have and really overall everybody was happy they were excited uh and it's great to see that i mean we get to do this for fun uh, but we get to rope for a lot of money. We talked about what was it, uh, two point eight million dollars awarded in cash and prizes. Yes, it was um, a big, big deal. This is one of the few recreational events that I know of, or care to know of, I guess, that where you can go put some money up and have a chance to win, and then you're around like-minded individuals. Uh, you got your friends, you got your family. It's uh, young, old, um, male, female, and just have a good time. But yeah, overall. And to have it in Cowtown in Fort Worth, I want to say thanks to the city of Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. It's absolutely awesome to have a national finals right mm-hmm. there in Cowtown. Um, we've got a great staff. The staff, it's like family. We've been mm-hmm. doing it for a long time. And um, it, it's it's always something to look forward to. Yes. What was your experience like? You're running all the social media. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, I I had a lot of help, and we I I feel like you know we got to cover a lot of different things and meet a lot of different people, and um it it was it was definitely a lot of fun. And what I noticed, and I kind of had already spoken with Drew Stewart about this a little bit, was that it kind of felt like a little bit of the same excitement as USTRC of old, and that's really what. Um, the change was between, you know, previous years. And now I think we're getting the groove back at USTRC and it just seems like a lot of people were there and having a good time. So. Yeah, absolutely. So folks, be sure to go to USTRC.com. You want to be sure to check that out. You like that uh, USTRC brand. Uh, we sure want to see you at the next one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. Well, Farron, what do we have coming up this weekend? We have a lot coming up. So this uh, right here, out of the box, we cover everything. USTRC, World Series. We've got it all. We've got it all. So uh, this weekend we have the Mount Pleasant Qualifier in Mount Pleasant, Utah. That (laughs) is Utah. We have also the Cowboy Capital Classic in Stephenville. That is a USTRC, (laughs) and I will be announcing there. So. (laughs) 
Yes. We also have a signature series event. That's the Stephenville and then Mile High Championships in Denver. Also signature series event brought to you by USTRC. And then the Lincoln, California World Series Qualifier and Memphis in May Qualifier. OJX2, Johnny Johnson and crew are going to be in Memphis. Yes, we love to Birthplace see Birthplace of rock and roll. And let me tell you, <laughs> they do rock and roll yeah, over there. That, that, I've been there before, and that, that's a fun one. Memphis is a fun city. So if you're out, over in the East Coast, go over there and see Johnny Johnson and yeah. JX2. And be sure to stop by Bill Street. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> if you want to make it to the roping the next day. <laughs> yeah, maybe after you rope. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks, Farron, for wrapping this up with me. Uh, you know, it's it's always nice to have you in the office. Farron mostly works out of Stephenville, but sometimes we get the pleasure of having him here in Albuquerque and in the nice warm sunshine without all the humidity. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's always nice to come home, back to the home state of New Mexico. So, Audra, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah. And we'll catch you on the other side and out of the box. All right.